Good morning, this is Jill Georges coming to you from Brisbane Down Under. Hey there to all my new listeners and also to my pre-existing ones. Today I was going to sort of talk about, um, you know, what I've been thinking about a lot recently has been my dad and and um, my dad was a huge fan of the jazz. Um, I recall that he had a squillion records, jazz records. And I also remember from my childhood that he played it a lot, which probably has a lot to do with why I have such a wide variety of tastes of music. Um, I, I, you know, Dad was a huge fan of Duke Ellington, and he, he was, um, Duke Ellington was just like skits, like the type of music that um, he used to come up with, because a lot of it would be improv and it you know as with a lot of jazz a lot of jazz is improv but it was just over the top and and it was crazy sound it was so ahead of his time and um you know and and me starting learning the clarinet because i i started the clarinet um i think i might have been oh gosh i think maybe seven or eight and um um just the influence that he had and and then dad would introduce like Benny Goodman he was a a clarinetist and jazz clarinetist and you know and just the variety and the octave and the timings and just all that craziness and and jazz is just a huge sort of stepping stone of understanding of how crazy music can actually get and um and it's fantastic so um you know he also introduced you know some female or women um jazz artists like um Ella Fitzgerald and Billie Holiday Etta James and and um I remember with dad um we were going on a trip to Melbourne because my dad used to do fencing now prior to all that my dad was a farmer and prior to that, he was in um, England, and I, I believe he was in um, uh, like bookkeeping. But he always wanted to be a farmer. You know, he came from sort of like a middle-class family, but he wanted to come to Australia and move to an area where he could do farming. And he did do that, but he found it very difficult where he was because he was like a new immigrant. People didn't think the most kindly of him because they thought you know he was all that in a bag of potato chips I don't know if it was the English accent or the fact that he inherited some money but his idea was that he wanted to um, grow pineapples and you know mango and whatever else that he could grow up there because pineapples is huge in your boon but he found it really difficult to sell his wares. Um, I'm not sure of why, other than the acrimony that um, some felt towards him. And he ended up having to drive for miles, you know, not put it on a truck and them selling it for him. He drove and he drove, um, if you look on a map, if you're not well aware, we've got Yapoon and then have a look at Alice Springs, which is in the middle basically of Australia. And that's how far he would drive to sell his wares in order to sell his wares. So, and along the way, but mostly at Alice Springs. Anyway, we were on our way to Melbourne and um, 
um, he he was playing these great songs and one of them was um, uh, Ella Fitzgerald's I've Got a Crush on You and the other one was Etta James at last and those two songs stay with me like all of his jazz stays with me but those two songs stay with me I've um, I've been into because I play clarinet I've been into musicals and I've used um, I've Got a Crush on You for auditions and it's a fantastic one to use as an audition it gives you scale and depth so if you're a person out there who goes to auditions and you haven't used that one definitely use that one anyway I'll play that for you because it's such a beautiful song and if you haven't heard um, Ella Fitzgerald's rendition um, I think you'll really appreciate it and I hope you enjoy How good is that rendition of Ella Fitzgerald's I've Got a Crush on You? I hope that you enjoy it. You know, these strong female um, jazz, musician, jazz musicians and um, alternatively other musicians as well, um, they are a huge influence on my life and on my independence of being a strong woman probably too outspoken at times, probably don't know when to keep my mouth shut, um, probably what has put me in the position that I'm in today, which is a, um, previously we just, just most recently we had a business here, we had a startup business and um, we had it in um, Brisbane and it was a cafe and we were just reading an article recently and um, there's a lot of businesses complaining about this as well, but um, we had an issue with parking. So it's a bit different here in Brisbane. Um, we're not the size of Sydney and Melbourne, where it's like Sydney's like six million or something, and I think Melbourne might be the same, or overseas some of the, you know, the massive populations you have. In Brisbane we only have, I think, uh, maybe one, one and a quarter million maybe. And um, when you're talking out in the burbs, it doesn't, it's really not that much because we've got big blocks. Our blocks are big. Anyway, um, the major issue we had with our business was parking. Um, the other one was marketing, and obviously I've learnt a lot about marketing since then. And, you know, I attribute a lot of that part of the failure there to myself, but I'm not going to take that as a failure as a negative. I will take that as a failure as a positive because I find my options for it moving forward and what I'm going to do is what I'm doing now. So you can't cry over spilt milk. But anyway, back to the business, the cafe. Um, it was beautiful. It was wonderful. We had um, lots of beautiful flavours there, um, but we didn't have parking. And um, we had people haranguing us because we wanted to park where it was legal to park, but... Um, it was different for them because it had been the same and we wanted to make a change and they didn't want it so um, we had people we had people contact police because we were parking where it was legal to park because what we were trying to do is we were trying to get um, focus on the fact that you could park there not the fact that we were parked there but the focus that you could and I did have a couple people park there like as in a few people parked there but just to get the harassment from people especially on the weekends like that is I don't know that was crazy the amount of abuse that came through them just people screaming out of their cars like you know get your bloody car off the road and what the heck and what the heck? you know just all that crap and I'm just like I'm really getting over it like I can move my car and 
and um, you know have have it you know continue on the same way or keep the car and continue the abuse and I think probably keeping the car there would have been a negative to the whole thing um, but as I mentioned before I am a strong and independent woman and my husband supports me 100% even if I make a wrong decision which I often do so um, I love him for that he is my rock and understands everything about me that can't make sense of the world and he helps me understand the world as well he is a absolute trooper anyway um it just reminds me of my last song my last song it was by etta james as i mentioned it's at last and it gave me a sense of at last um, not that my love has come along, but just at last when we actually closed it, as much as we loved that business and as much as we loved those customers and as much as we loved everyone who appreciated our product and what we brought to them, I had a sense of at last we could get out of there and not put up with those people and the, the, the harassment that they were giving us. So they destroyed a small business, um, but they also opened my eyes to what I could do next so I thank them for it in a way thank you very much for your your abuse and um, anyway this is basically to the Brisbane City Council and for all those abusers who uh, didn't want to help so there you go another beautiful song that was Etta James's at last definitely look it up on Spotify. It is Marvy. Anyway, I just wanted to do a shout out. Um, PDE, Life in Alaska. Um, he has an encouraging, encouraging and educational entertainment channel. Um, definitely check that out. Um, thank you so much for your kind words too. And, um, I understand your gist. Um, also, shout out to Sentinel Future. He's got future-proof worldview. Sounds like a bit of a philosophical beliefs and values. I'd, I'd say that's what um, his podcast is about. Um, thank you very much for calling in. And, um, yeah, quite strange that you reached out, but really cool. Thank you. Anyway, just to um, round up the session, um, underlyingly... I just wanted to mention that um, the massive impact that um, music and um, my dad, the intent of my dad's non-intent of bringing music to my life, which has been a huge thing. Um, I have a son who plays guitar um, and at least one of them out of eight. I think all of them, you know, my daughter played drums and my other son, he can play guitar. Like he picks it up really quickly. Um, I have another son who tried trumpet um, um, I think that it is definitely something that you can bring something to your children if you have the opportunity, if you haven't already, um, especially if they have school issues. This is something definitely that I can definitely, um, that was a double, double definitely anyway, but we had major issues with my son in his younger years and, um, the fact that he picked up that guitar and fully focused on putting all of his energy into it was a huge plus. 
So I would say that if you have the opportunity and you have a troubled, um, it's not a troubled child, it's just like a trouble with your child focusing, is introduce some sort of music to them and let them do it. It has to be like, um, it has to be their own feel and touch. They've got to understand. And it doesn't have to sound good. Eventually it will sound good to them. Um, and it doesn't matter what instrument instrument it is, you just have them you just have the instruments around, you know. We had instruments around, we had a sax around, we've got the clarinet around, we've got the guitars around, we've got we have things around and eventually they go to something. We even have a didgeridoo in here. There is a story behind that and I'll leave that to later, but um you just gotta have music in your life. Music is the bomb diggity apparently one of my kids said don't say bomb diggity and i'm like why not i say bomb diggity all the time yeah but you're too old yeah well you know too bad sucks to be you i'm gonna use it all the time anyway um yeah keep it keep it real with the music with the kitties and um Enjoy some jazz. Look up uh, Duke Ellington if you're into trumpet. Look, look up Benny Goodman if you're into clarinet. And um, there's so many more, so many more. And you normally um, you can find if you go to certain sites, if you go to a jazz artist and maybe there's something out there. And if there's not, someone please make it. Um, a jazz artist and who is similar in sound or improv style or instrument or something like that to that particular artist uh, seriously if that app is not out there let it be known that i brought that app up app idea up first and it's not something that i'm going to do because i'm not a software engineer but i'm sure there's software engineers out there anyway i hope you enjoyed the podcast today if you did please tell all your friends family and colleagues to check it out um i hope you enjoy the tunes um please be aware that uh itunes you can't listen to the music so you have to go and listen to it on anchor anchor is a free service at the moment so check it out um it's been really swell talking to you all and um i will catch up with you the next time ciao Hey there, Jill. PD here, Life in Alaska. I just uh, was listening to some of your segment, and you mentioned you're from Brisbane, down under. And uh, good day to you. But, um, and that's my little Australian accent that I'm sure you're just thrilled about. <laughs> because every time somebody hears you're from Australia, I'm sure they bring out their Australian accent. Anyways, um, on a serious note, I heard your intro to an assault segment. And uh, wow, you know, that is something pretty, pretty intense that you went through. And um, anyways, so just want to say hello and I'll definitely be coming back around at some point to check on you, see how everything's going, but keep doing you and um, thank you for being vulnerable and sharing your truth. I'm sure it's helped uh, many, many people out there. Hi, Jill. It's Alan with Sentient Future. I just happened across your intro on my anchor intro and something about it caught my attention. I don't even know if I could tell you what prompted me to, to reach out. But anyways, hi, I did quickly check your link and I'm not really a customer for the clothing that you have uh, posted. But at the same time, I really like what's there. It's really unique. It's got a lot of personality and I hope it's doing well for you. In any case, nice to meet you. Welcome to anchor and I hope you're having a great day. Take care. We'll
Oh, and just finally, um, check out my Anchor intro. If you don't already know about it, um, it's on Anchor Podcast and you can introduce yourself and they'll give you a one-minute blurb and um, they'll take from your intro um, who you are and what message you're trying to get out. So highly recommended, my Anchor intro. See you guys.